Hello, and welcome to the Dream Crusher podcast. Today, I'm talking to my good friend, Dan Makes His Mark, who broadcasts art streams on Twitch, and he also happens to be my business partner and friend. We're going to give a little intro to this podcast and kind of why we're doing this, and then jump into some really practical advice about taking criticism. Receiving criticism and feedback is an essential part of the creative process, and I think you're going to get a lot out of it. Let's jump in. Well, I want to say welcome back to the podcast, but but this is the very first episode. So I guess just regular welcome to the the podcast, to the Dream Crusher podcast. Uh, I'm so excited to have you guys here. Uh, If you don't know me, my name is Casey Ferris. I make videos on the internet to teach people how to do stuff. And I am joined here with my partner in crime, my best friend, my my bro from another Mo, as they call it, <laughs> <laughs> um, Dan Bernard, who is uh, is a constant inspiration to me, and I thought would be just a fantastic guest for the very first episode of the podcast. Uh, if you guys know, uh, we run a company called Release the Hound Studios. We make films. We do. We have a couple different companies. One of them is Ground Control which is uh, kind of our, our flagship company where we make training mostly on DaVinci Resolve at this point. So it's kind of the big, the big boy version of uh, my YouTube tutorials. And um, yeah, this, this company has been kind of our main bread and butter for the last few years. And uh, yeah, I thought that it would be great to have an insight about what we do and why we do it. Uh, to kind of start out here, so here's uh, here's Dan Joe. Dan, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, and tell tell everybody what who you are, what you're about? Okay. Well, hey, I'm I'm Dan, and uh, yeah, Casey Casey and I have been have been making making things for a long time. <laughs> We've worked together for for many many years uh, through various iterations of what. What what is currently released the Hound Studios and yeah focusing on basically enabling people, training people, inspiring people to be creative and to put their put their creative vision out into the world and how to do that with uh, confidence and and um, and and to keep going and to keep inspiring them to keep going right. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm honored to be the first guest here super cool and uh yeah i'm i'm excited to see where where this this version of a podcast idea for our company goes because <laughs> yeah exactly. we did one before <laughs> we did we did one uh a long time ago it, it might still be in the annals of the internet i haven't actually checked for a while um but it's called the video dog pound and that was just as we were just as we were kind of getting started as a company yeah. we wanted to uh you know, share and inspire our, our knowledge, just like always. Um, but we were a little bit more into the production side of things. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for, for that. And so I think I, I'm not sure exactly why we kind of stopped doing that I, other than, well, I mean, it was just time. Well, it I was guess. time for sure. That was, I, I think one of the biggest lessons we've learned so far is how to spread yourself too thin. <laughs> yeah, we know how to do that. We got really, really good at really that well, for a while. For sure. <laughs> Gosh, man. So I think I think uh, we're we're in a place now where we can uh, concentrate a little more and have a little bit of a better idea of what our company is and what we what we really want to do in the world. Yes. So um, yeah, yeah, so this is kind of the next iteration 
And uh, uh, yeah. 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 Which iteration is totally part of the creative process, right? We're probably going to talk a little bit about that, I'm sure. Yeah. There's um, so, so much to talk about, man. This I know it's crazy. This is but, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, let, let's kind of, let's talk about just for a minute, the idea behind this podcast, I, I gave a little bit of an yeah. intro in this like, you know, tiny note um, episode <laughs> right before this one. That's like three minutes long, but I mean, really, let's just talk about that for a second, because one of the main things that we want to do as a company is inspire people to be creative, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why we do the tutorials. That's why we do training. That's why we live stream. I mean, that there are so many things that we do and it's all based around that thought of, we want to take things that are in the way of people being creative and just tear them down. Right. Yes. Yeah. So sure. that's, that's really kind of the, the main deal here is, um, I love seeing people make things, man. It's so inspiring. Um, I, we get the opportunity a lot to talk with people on live stream and just, uh, just inspire them and say like, yeah. you know, Hey, if, if you want to do something, go out and do it. Do like it. what's, what's yeah. your, what's your deal? And Dan, you do, you do quite a bit of live streaming for our company also, uh, for, for people who don't know, we do live streaming for a nonprofit called heart support, which is a mental health nonprofit. Um, but you do quite a bit of art streaming and being a creative person. And so can you, can you give us a little bit of a, a intro on that and what that's about? Yeah, sure. So my, my, content contribution to the uh heart support channel on twitch is um surrounded uh or i guess encapsulated in the concept of what what we've kind of what we call uh, creative encouragement right and um when we when we first started this thing uh and like okay we're gonna live stream for this mental health organization uh what do we do Mm -hmm. <laughs> and looked at K Casey and I kind of looked at each other. It was like, well, it started, it, it begged the question, well, what can we do? Right. And I said, I can draw and paint stuff. I could, I could do that. I know I can do that. Like I have some confidence in my ability to do that. <laughs> I can, mm -hmm. I can derp through that on, on, the internet in front of people comfortably. <laughs> <laughs> how many, how many projects have been started with that exact and exact idea? I can derp through this. I can, I can comfortably in front of people with, with little, with little reservation of how people will think about me coming out of it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it, it's what I, what I like to do is, is, draw and paint and create things to these are, these are physical things, by the way, these are actual, like my hand draws on a piece of paper and I hold a paintbrush and I put it in paint and then put it on the paper and make a thing, uh, for somebody and send it to them. And what this does is gives them a tangible piece of, uh, what I believe is an expression of their worth and value. So what I mean by that is, um, you know, it, it takes time to make something cool, <laughs> you know, make, yes. it takes time to make anything right. 
And, and time, in my opinion, is our most valuable commodity. It's our most uh, scarce resource, right? Mm. It is the thing that um, our, our, our lives are forced to revolve around. And if the mission and goal of, uh, of heart support is to remind people that they are valuable, that they, their life has, has worth and that they are important, I need to be showing people that I'm willing to spend my most valuable, the the thing that is most valuable to me as a person, Mm -hmm. which is time. I'm going to spend time to prove to them that they are, that their life has meaning and value, uh, regardless of what they're going through. Right. Oh man. And, um, so I'm gonna, yeah, take, you know, an hour or two, uh, of, of my day that I'm never going to get back. I'm never going to get that time back. Right. Mm -hmm. But people are worth it. And in my, in my eyes. And so I'll ask people just like, dude, like what, like I love drawing and painting like, you know, nerdy stuff. I love video games. I love movies. I love pop culture. I love all that stuff. Comic books, you know, uh, grew up a lot of, a lot of my friends collected baseball and football cards and I collected Marvel trading cards, you know, and played magic, the gathering and was really into uh, street fighter. Like that was like my whole life as a kid. And, um, and the art on those things really inspired me. Like, oh, I want to make cool stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I remember when I was when I was younger and, uh, gosh, I want to say it was like, you know, fifth or sixth grade or something. And this person, uh, you know, classmate was having a, a rough time, just like visibly sad, like visibly, you know, feeling feeling down. And I was totally just doodling by myself as was common in my, in my younger years, <laughs> yeah. um, just my, my head in a sketchbook kind of thing, trying to make this cool art that I saw on video games and comic books. That was really all I wanted to do. Like, I want to mm-hmm. try and draw, you know, uh, the, the silver surfer, like, like Jack Kirby draws the silver surfer, you know, like that's what I wanted wow. to do. Um, and I was doodling and this person just kind of sat next to me or was sitting next to me in like the library or whatever and started watching me draw. And for whatever reason, they, they stopped concentrating on whatever emotion they were thinking about and just kind of got sucked into watching me draw this thing. I don't even remember what it was, but I remember noticing them later into my, you know, kind of jumped out of my bubble of like, you know, my tunnel vision of like, yes, this is Wolverine or whatever. Yeah. And, and, and looking and noticing that this person was watching me and like one that was like, Oh cool. Someone's watching me. And two, like what I'm drawing right now is of literal, like it's literally useless. If I keep it, if I keep it, Mm -hmm. then who cares? Like, it's another thing that I made. I can make stuff all day. I could draw all day, you know, has no, no, inherent initial value to me right there. But when I was, when I was quote done with it, I, I gave it to them and like immediately their whole, their whole like emotional state changed. Like they got this big smile on their face and they were like, Oh my, like for real, you're giving this to me. I'm like, well, yeah, like I, I didn't say this at the time, but like you're, you're having a rough day and here's a little gift of a thing I made that literally just didn't 
it didn't matter to me. You know, it was the thing I could make anytime I wanted to again and probably better because it would have been like the second or third time I tried to draw it. Right. Which is again, iteration and creativity. Yeah. Um, and, and I, and I realized there just like, man, my, my art, my quote, my quote art, which, you know, we can, we can get into that whole philosophy on what Mm -hmm. is that also, but like the thing that I made, I gave away and it made somebody feel better. Yeah. Like that, that's the, that's the end of that sentence. (laughs) And so why, why wouldn't I do that all the time? If it means making somebody feel better, especially if they're in a really, you know, a, a, a really low point in their life, like who wouldn't want to give them something to cheer them up? Yeah. And this is just what I can do, right? It goes back to that, that when we first started streaming, like, what was the question? Like, what, what can we do? Well, I can paint and draw and I'll do that for people. And that's kind of been the most simplest and pure, the, the purest form of that heart that I can do um, sustainably. Yeah. That is what I do on, on heart supports live stream is just listen to people understand and to kind of get to know them a little bit. So I know what makes them smile and be like, cool. And what's your favorite Pokemon, bro? And then I'm going to draw that for you and I'll send it to you. And now they have a, something they can hold in their hands and say, this is proof that somebody cares about me because they took the time out of their day to prove it, to show me. And whenever I'm feeling low, I can look at this and, and, and remember if I'm feeling like, I want to believe that lie that I suck. I don't matter. Oh, wait, I don't. Cause I have this dope, uh, you know, write you. Yeah, man. <laughs> or something. Okay. Y'all see what you'll, you'll see what I have to work with here. This, this, this kind of human <laughs> I have to deal with on a regular basis. Just, just freaking takes time out of his day. Regular basis. Yep. To draw things for people and sends it to them in the mail just to make them feel better for free. Like it's just, it's just yeah. nuts, man. I mean, the, the heart there is so cool. And I, I remember, I remember having conversations with you about like, man, uh, you know, cause you did, you've done, I mean, you're, you're an excellent, excellent artist and people, people realize that. Right. And so people want to buy art from you and want to, uh, commission you to do things and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember having conversations with you where you're, you were kind of, uh, wrestling with this thought of doing art for money and how weird that was for you oh um, versus just giving it to people. So can you talk a little bit more about like, uh, about that whole struggle? Yeah. Uh, have you ever put on your underwear inside out? Oh like yeah. On accident. I do on purpose sometimes. It's, it's functional, but it's weird. Sure. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like it wasn't off here. It wasn't quite designed that way. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like that's Backwards that's like pants the, and you have front butt and you're like what's happening? If you have okay, <laughs> that that is the closest thing I can I can tell people like the closest tangible expression of like that's what that feels like mm. when people are like, hey, how much if I if I I want to buy something I want to buy a piece of art from you how much do you charge and I just go, and like I get, I feel even thinking about it right now no joke like I feel sweaty. Like it just feels weird because it's not why I do this at all. 
My yeah. favorite thing is just giving away stuff. It's so fun to do one and two money gets in the way of, of a lot of things in this world. And I don't think it should. And mm. one of those should be like, just getting, getting in cool things like, or a thing that reminds someone of a, uh, of, of, like I said before, like their worth and value, um, or just a gift or something like, no, no, man, that's not what it's, that's not what it's about. Yeah. Ugh. Well, that's, it, it's, it's so cool. And it's inspiring to see you, uh, see you work on this stuff, man. And, uh, like, it, I mean, I'm, I'm just so thankful to be your friend and be your partner in, 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 uh, business and in creativity and stuff. So that's, that's just, ugh, so, so good. So good. Really so, cool, um, I, so, okay. So you create things online for people and you give them away. Uh, and that's, that's one thing, but you also do things for our, our company and, yes. you know, you help us with, I mean, everything that we do and stuff. And how do you, how do you keep a balance between, um, you know, traditional art and making things for people and giving them away and doing all the business stuff and doing the, the films and mm. YouTube stuff that we do. I think there are times where, uh, I, I manage that the the void between those worlds pretty well and then there are other times where i feel like i don't you know hmm. um and it's taken gosh how many years to kind of get into the um you know the responsibility iteration of where our team is at right now you know and yeah. uh i remember when so so i remember how we mentioned like oh we've definitely gotten like in over our heads and uh, about time and, and responsibility because of creativity. Oh yeah. Um, at one point, Casey and I were actively creating content for managing, developing, and trying to grow, um, four live streams mm. and yeah. a YouTube channel. Okay. Yeah. One of those was a, like a, a gaming channel. And where we, we played games together and did had some fun, like VR stuff and, and all that. And it was, and it was great. It was super fun, but it was like how we are, we are going to drive ourselves crazy doing this. But uh, from that experience, one thing that I, I learned was that I can, I can pitch an idea to someone because I would ask developers to give us games to play on stream. Right. Mm, yeah. And I, and, and VR at that time was very, it was very new. It was very niche. It was like this, this developing thing. And we totally just like jumped on the boat. We're like, yeah, we're going to do this. It's going to be fun. And, um, and it's all a big, you know, a big, uh, you know, sham to get people to get more eyes on heart support and, be involved with the mental health stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, so out of that, I learned that like, man, I can really, I, I can, I can develop relationships that can really co-benefit each other. Okay. I mean, that was, that was years and years ago. And then through, through streaming learned that, oh man, I can, 
I can network well with, with other broadcasters and I should, gosh, we should probably do something like that for our company, <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know? It's funny how long it took us to figure it that out. It took us years. It took us so long. So long. And it was so painfully obvious. You know, and now it's like, <laughs> dude, like we're, like, we're doing all right with, with like sponsor stuff and like, not trying to like toot my own horn, but like, that is a strength of mine that was, that just kind of needed to be put in the right light mm-hmm. for it to be like utilized and effective in a way that was most beneficial. Right. Yeah. It's interesting how, how you can be good in one area or like, you know, skilled in one area. And it's like, there's some mental block, like where it does, like, you don't understand that that kind of skill can be applied to other things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just it's like the, the teaching, teaching a man to fish kind of thing, mm. you know? Like, yeah, I could, I could catch fish for you or I could teach you how to fish and now you'll, you'll never be hungry because you'll know that skill. Right. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know that I could fish in other places. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> that's what, that's what it was like. Oh, wait, you can take these skills, which is just another way of like creative learning. Right. Yeah. Um, there's things that I have learned from doing like watercolor art, for example, that I apply to creative projects that I do now. Right. Oh yeah. So where I learned how to like, man, I can produce pretty well in this pool, but now I take it to this other thing. And with like a little tweak, it's like, you get some awesome results, but you just got to see it in that, through that different lens or kind of move it under that different light or however you want to, however you want to get there. But like the, uh, relationships and, uh, you know, sponsor stuff and like, meetings and, you know, doing, those are all very important part of any business, Yeah, but it doesn't need to be, you know, your focus because your focus and your strength is on learning and teaching, you know, Mm -hmm. like that's your thing. And man, I just want to be like the, the, the best, (laughs) the best axle (laughs) for the company to like, roll on if like you're the gasoline for it like i'm gonna make this go far you know what i mean like that's what i want to do so and like they they work with each other that way and that that relationship in all facets of how i am creative are like kind of just now getting getting like really really comfortable and dialed in but it's taken like i said you know years to kind of to to figure that out and like what's what's best and what is sustainable and all those, and all those things. Yeah. Cause there's honestly a lot to do. There's so much to do and it's all good. Yeah. How do you pick? You Tons do Tons of possibilities. You do what you're best at, you know, and you just go with that and play yeah. your strengths. Ton- yeah. There's tons of possibilities, no matter, you know, where you're at in life. I mean, there's any infinite number of things that you could do, you know? Um, and I, I think that that kind of brings us to, I, I, I really wanted to, talk with you a little bit about kind of the iterative process, right? Mm -hmm. So like this, this idea that you can start in one way and you can get feedback, you can get training, you can practice, uh, whatever you need to do. And eventually that morphs into kind of the next level of whatever you're doing, you know, and just like you were talking about with our company, I mean, it started out, started out, I mean, literally 
the whole time it's been us in a garage <laughs> and it's true like it for anybody who doesn't know we started our company in a garage it's a garage company it is a garage and company. um and we we just literally we each we're like okay we should probably get a computer <laughs> you know and we're like all right how are we going to share files back and forth i um uh, i don't know i'll google how to like build a nas i guess and we'll yep. And so we did that and they're like, all right, now what do we do? <laughs> you know? And it was that just over and over again. Yeah, man. But, um, I know that that whole process, just the idea of iterating on things and getting feedback, getting yeah. good feedback and improving, that's something you're really passionate about. Yeah. So like, what are, what are some lessons that you have learned in that realm? Well, first off, don't be afraid to start if you have a good idea. I think that's, that's a big thing. You know, we, we, we talked a little bit before, but like, you know, when you, the, sometimes the most intimidating thing you can ever do is <laughs> that, that stops creativity is looking at a, a, a blank piece of paper or a blank document or a bl mm -hmm. like where there is nothing. Some people get really paralyzed by that. Um, and some people are just like, well, there's a whole lot of nothing. Like I got to fill that up with just whatever comes to mind that's okay, but that doesn't mean that you need to put time into just any idea you come up with. You probably need to get some feedback on those things. Mm. So putting putting your ideas down and then running them by people who you know trust you and, and love you and care about you, like that's yeah. a big deal um, because – they're going to tell you whether or not like, Oh, that, that sounds good. Or like, yeah, you should probably wait. Maybe, maybe that's a good idea, but just not the right time. Or, mm. or mm -hmm. that's like, that's a straight up bad idea. Like you should not do that, sir. And sure. don't, don't put time into that. Okay, cool. Um, how do you, how do you decide who to share that with? People need to prove to you that they are trustworthy. Mm. So the people that you share those ideas with, I think would be, they don't necessarily need to be creatives themselves, but they do need to, they do need to be people who I believe have shown that they have your best interest in mind. I think that's oh. a, that's a key mm -hmm. thing is like, okay. So for example, I know that I can take any piece of artwork that I make, regardless of how technically professionally executed that is mm -hmm. and I can show it to two people and I know I will get positive results. Okay. Yeah. One is my mom, mm -hmm. my mom, you know, because she's the mom like, yeah, honey, that's beautiful. You, you <gasps> peed on a piece of paper and gave you, it to me. This you is great. did that. You know what I mean? Because like, <laughs> yeah. that's a mother's heart. That's yeah. great. Okay. And, and then the other, the other side of that, right. Is, um, is my, is my daughter, right. I can, sure. I can show something to my daughter and she'll actually kind of go one way or the other, but oh, I know it's honest Oh, okay. because she's six and doesn't yeah. learned, uh, you know, it's like, all I know is brutal honesty Yes. and I'll show her a picture of like, it, it doesn't matter, but like a thing that I'm painting and she'll come into, you know, into my, my office or whatever and be like, what are you working on daddy? I'm like, oh, I'm painting this picture for so-and-so. 
and I'll have like a couple references up on my screen or whatever. And she'll look at the, you know, the picture on my screen and she'll look back at my, my art and be like, that doesn't look like that person, daddy. Or like, that doesn't look like that thing. It's <laughs> yeah, just merciless. And, and just, just making you know what? And then, I'll, and then I'll, and I'll look at it for a little bit and be like, oh man, you're right. Like <laughs> <laughs> it kind it kind of don't. <laughs> yes. I, um, I have experienced that, <laughs> but like, I, I know I'm going to get, I know I'm going to get the truth, you know, mm-hmm. um, when I, when I bring that up, um, the other, you know, the other person is like, you know, y- you know, obviously like, like you or Sam or, um, or my, my wife, you know, like people who I know care about me mm-hmm. and I, and I'm not going to get butt hurt if they're like, that looks weird. You know, I, I expect honesty from them. Yeah. So choose, choose to share your work with people that you're, um, or your ideas or whatever with people that are, um, going to give you honest answers and mm-hmm. not just because they want to sugarcoat stuff, you know? Yeah. And I think the, the opposite of that is true. Also the, uh, I, I think a great way to think about it is does the person have your best interest in mind? Because if they do, they right. can say just about anything and it's okay. Right. Oh, for because sure. You know, it's because they care about you. Whereas if you're sharing your, uh, your artwork with somebody who might be jealous who might not really know you or care for you that much, but they're jealous of your work or worried about you being better than them or something. There can be other things in their mind that cloud how they say things, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and even if it's mm-hmm. the same thing, even if, even if they are, they look at your art and they go, wow, that doesn't really look like that person. The way that they say it is not going to be helpful to you if they are scared oh, of you, right? Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. it's that, I, I think that's such a good point of, you know, does the person have your best interest in mind? Do they care about you first? And that's why they're giving you this feedback, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. cause that's the problem with, uh, you know, random comments and stuff on the internet. Right. That's why like, man, creatives just get destroyed all the time because oh, it's man. some rando that has no idea who you are. Yep. That just looks at your footage and, or your, your work or whatever. Yeah, your and project. It's just like, yeah. You know, it's, it sucks. This is trash. And it's like, well, <laughs> does it though? Or are you yeah. angry because you stubbed your toe right before you typed this? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's a, that's a whole nother thing is like, you know, what, what, I, w- I would say like something, something that I've learned along the way is that I'm actually in control over how I receive and interpret criticism. Mm. And uh, I, I have put to, you know, I, <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, um, a number of years ago, uh, I, I really, I had this, you know, wild hair idea of like, I want to, I want to try and develop a, a, a mini series of, uh, like shortish form, uh, episodic narrative about a, uh, a video game that I was really into at the time. Right. Mm -hmm. And we, we shot this, like this, like 
trailer, just put like a ton of hours into it. It had like VFX and costumes and like all this stuff. Um, because it was like, we felt like, or I felt like, like, ah, oh, this is, this is a really cool idea. This could, this could totally go somewhere. Like this would be really fun. And I remember, uh, one of the people that we had asked to, to help with this, um, particularly one of the, one of the VFX shots that we, that we did, um, we, we gave them, you know, gave this person the, the footage. We said, this is the vision for the shot. Here you go. And they gave it back to us and then later released along with the, the, the trailer for that film on their blog, a whole, a whole blog post on like why it was wrong like why that shot was wrong, like done wrong technically. And then why it was this, like it was such a pain and here's all the stuff that they should have done. And here's all the things that like, it was like this, this essay on like, you did this wrong. And here's a whole breakdown of it. And like, it absolutely like just pissed me off so bad. Wow. And for a while I was just like, I don't, I don't want to do stuff like this anymore. Oh yeah. For a bit, you know, because like that was, this was somebody that we had like, you know, at the time was just like, yo, I'm, I know you're going to, you're going to crush this project. Like you're really good at this stuff. This is awesome. And like, again, had that trust and, and, you know, looking back on that now, like I do not, I do not care about any of that. But at the time that really hurt my feelings. And at the time mm. that was really unfortunate because I know I, I just put a ton of work into making that thing. And I had, you know, given this, given this person an opportunity, um, to, to help me see this vision come to life. And when it didn't pan out, one, I was disappointed because the project didn't really do what the, you know, we had kind of set out to, to, it didn't, it didn't accomplish the goals that we had, we had put out there. Um, but then also kind of used the platform to just kind of like crap on it, you know? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was just like, that really sucks. And, and whatever. And even, okay. So that was like years and years ago, fast forward to just like, literally a couple weeks ago, we put out a short film mm -hmm. and somebody in the, you know, some, some rando in the comments said something like really disparaging and like really picked apart a bunch of this stuff on, on one of our, on, on our latest short film. And I, and I remember replying and being like, it's cool. <laughs> and just <laughs> like, this is, I, I see what you're saying. And like, that's okay. That's fine. You can feel that way. Um, the reason why I do this isn't to put out a perfect thing. It's to, it's to help get a cool idea that didn't tangibly exist before yeah. out into the world. And now it exists. That's the coolest thing ever is to make something out of nothing. You know yes. what I mean? Ah, exactly. That's the coolest thing. Yeah. And people are going to have opinions and people are going to give critique and people are going to give, um, on, on one end of the spectrum, stuff that is really constructive 
Mm-hmm. And and one and and constructive criticism should encourage you to make better stuff later. And just straight up mean-hearted critique unnecessarily non-constructive criticism about things should make you want to stop. Sure. Okay. If you're reading stuff that makes you want to stop, stop reading it. Hmm. Okay. If you're reading something, this goes, this goes into like teachers too, right? If a teacher is teaching you and, and you are, you are encouraged and like, you feel empowered to go like, go do the thing, like go, go see your vision come to life. Keep listening to that teacher. Mm-hmm. I, I've had a few conversations just kind of going back to art stuff, uh, uh, like where a person was like, you know, I was in high school and I was really into drawing or whatever. And we did a class critique and this teacher like just tore apart my work in front of the whole class. And I went home and threw away all my art supplies and I've never drawn again. Gosh, it sucks. Literally just like murdered a person's creative spirit Yeah. in a moment. They, they stopped making stuff. And that absolutely wow. broke my heart. Yeah. And then after having the conversation with them about like, well, why does that person really have that much power over you? Like, what the heck? You just let, like not trying to make you feel guilty or anything, but like you realize you're giving that person so much power yes. that they didn't, they didn't, they didn't earn. They haven't earned that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're in control of that. Not them. They're a person that's in a position that just gave you poor gave you poor criticism yeah okay um and so circling circling back whatever like people are gonna if if you choose to put whatever you create out into the world out on the on the internet in front of people in front of your family like whatever you're gonna hear things on on the whole spectrum of critique some of it's gonna be really good some of it's gonna be really disparaging and and cut you down and make you feel uninspired right yeah um but but you you absolutely have control over how you let those words and that whatever you read whatever's told to you affect your heart right and um that person you know they didn't make that you did Mm. that's not theirs that's yours it's really cool that you made that. Even if it's not a cinematic masterpiece or a freaking, you know, uh, Rembrandt painting or a, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. what what you're doing is learning and iterating. Put it in the right place to get the feedback that is going to help you grow rather than cut you off from wanting to try ever again. Ugh, man. Such good advice, such good advice. And I, I, I wish that, I mean, I wish that that's something that I knew when I was starting out. Dude, I mean, same. Being, being creative, but I mean, especially, especially on the internet where anybody can be as mean as they want with little consequences. Right. I mean, it, yeah. cause, cause it's yeah. so easy to look at some kind of critique and go, well, I'm a piece of crap. Yep. Like I suck yep. because I made something that was terrible and there's, there's always a choice on how you feel uh, on how you, maybe not necessarily how you feel, but how you react and how you choose to um, move forward after somebody gives you that kind of critique. 
right? Mm-hmm. And the cool mm-hmm. thing is that when you create something, chances are you're going to have another chance to create it uh, in some way or fashion. Maybe it's not the exact same thing. Maybe you blew a big speech in front of a bunch of big people, but you know what? You might be able to do a smaller speech later and rock it, you know, Probably. or even a bigger speech later. I don't know. Um, there's always a chance to do it again. You know, take what you've learned mm-hmm. from that and iterate and say, okay, I don't want to make that mistake again. And you can honestly, like, this is something I'm really learning in my life now is like, you can skip the whole tearing yourself down thing. You can skip that part. Yep. Because what's important is what you do moving forward. And so if, you know, you, (laughs) I don't know, didn't think about how the sky should have been different on this visual effects shot. And (laughs) somebody thinks that you're a piece of crap for that. Well, you can go ahead and let them think that. But you don't have to think that. You can go, man, I'm going to pay attention to the sky next time. That's a great yep. point. Yep. yep. Move on. Because yeah. guess what? Like your life, if you're if you're focused on making a pretend sky better, uh, that's a pretty cool thing to, <laughs> to, to worry about in life, you know? Yeah. You have an awesome life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool. Man. Uh, Danjo, this is, this has been so, so great, man. Thank you for your insight when it comes to, um, when it comes to iterating and critique and stuff, man, you, you constantly inspire me to shrug off the haters and, uh, keep pushing forward and keep learning and growing and putting stuff out into the world that didn't exist before, man. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you, man. This is cool. And I'm, uh, I, I hope a lot of people, um, yeah, I hope people get something out of our out of our conversation today. It's been a pleasure, as always. Let us know what you think of this. Uh, you can email us at info at rthstudios.com and uh, we'll we'll check it out. We'll take we'll take your critique with a grain of salt and maybe even a grain of sugar. I don't mm. know. Danjo, would you like to do an awkward podcast outro with me? I would love nothing better. All right. <sighs> The worst part is the swallowing. (laughs) And just like that, this podcast goes down easy. (laughs) Ah, it sucks. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. If you want to support this podcast, make sure to give us a review on your podcast platform of choice. This podcast is brought to you by groundcontrol.film. If you're looking to learn post-production in DaVinci Resolve, there's no better place online to get some structured professional training. We break down advanced editing and effects concepts into simple ideas so that you can create amazing things. Plus, if you use the code DREAMCRUSHER at checkout, you'll get 10% off anything in the store. Check out our courses now at groundcontrol.film.